we go again. This week on The Talking Willow, we are joined by Evan Sneerson to discuss the sad news of the week, camp closing for its summer 2020 season. We'll discuss that and look ahead to summer 2021. This is The Talking Willow. Maybe everything I am. I never be picture perfect Beyonce. Be light as Al, be your black ass Chauncey. Remember him from Black Street, he was black as the street was. I never be laid back as this beat was. The Talking Willow is sponsored by a video being made by Morgan Phillips. If you'd like to participate in our project, please send her a short video answering the question, what does camp mean to you? Messages can be sent to phillips.morgan0206 at gmail.com. Let me know if you feel it, man, because everything I'm not made me everything I am. Damn. Here we go again. Everybody saying what's not for him, but everything I'm not made me everything I am. It's six o'clock on the nose Sunday night. How you doing? How am I doing? I just came. I just zoomed in off the street from 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 some roller skating time. I'm I'm doing wonderfully well. How are you? I'm doing well. To be clear, is that that's not a joke? You were actually roller skating. Right? I was doing. You know, I I think I said it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. I was trying to get roller skates, and and I'm making progress. I can't stop, but I I'm definitely getting better. Oh man. I'm good. I uh, I just took an afternoon walk with my, with my housemates, uh, so that was nice. Went went to the woods, went for a walk, and that was good. Nice. Well, uh, why don't we uh, why don't we just get it rolling here on the pod? I guess no no need for for small talk here. We're not about small talk on the pod. We're about big talk. Yeah, the, big huge talk, medium to large talk. Only exclusively double uh, XL talk. Sorry. We're, we're bringing in uh, a good friend of ours all the way from North Caldwell, New Jersey. Evan Sneerson joins us here on the pod. Evan, how's it going? It's going well. How you doing? Thanks so much for having me. Oh, it is absolutely our pleasure. You're, you're, you're in New Jersey now, right? Yes, sir. Back in, back in Northern Jersey, posted up with the Sneerson gang. When did you get home? So I left school uh, around the end of April and... Stopped a few nights at my girlfriend's, and then came back to Jersey, and I've been home since about the beginning of May. You have a girlfriend? Oh, Will, you're such a jokester. Yes, yeah, I do. I, I knew that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. No, I, I actually did know that. This is another one of those times where our listeners might not know if I'm being sarcastic or not. I've, we're friends. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I mean, I've known Will since since well, it's like 2008 now, and definitely still trying to understand the sarcasm as best I can. Yeah, like 50, me, 50 me, Evan said it best. We've been friends since like 2015 now, and it's been 20, yeah, yeah, 2016 probably. <laughs> yeah, since this week, <laughs> I messaged him on Facebook. I said, "Hey, you, you, we should be friends." Yeah, I know. I I liked where truth is, and the magic was there. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of a kind of a somber week for us, though. It has, it has been tough. Um, why don't we move into to talking about that? To to discuss it, to discussing the tra- the tragic camp news of the week, and it's the news that I think a lot of people have seen coming. Uh, I can't I can't say it was overwhelmingly surprising, but nonetheless overwhelmingly affecting and 
and and difficult to 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 come to grips with camp closing this this weekend um for the summer and and yeah i, I we i i think we thought it was important to talk about it on the pod after all we are the the only camp podcast we're the only one sponsored by case pizza um and yeah i I, I want. I, I think we all wanted to know what, what. What. What do you guys think, Eric? Why don't you start us off? Well, wh- where were you when 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 the news was when when the, when the news yeah. struck? Yeah, how'd you find out? Uh, <laughs> I found out uh, with Eli Wasserman's wonderful post on on uh, <clears throat> the the uh, Facebook group. But um, <laughs> I was like, no, this. I was like, I was like, what is there like a video out? Like, did I miss a video out? So like, I kept uh looking for it and then i literally got the email like two minutes later um uh yeah i mean you know i just think like here's the thing like i love camp you know it's it's tough to hate it after you spent seven years of your life there but and that's just me like i know you guys spent like crazy amount of time there um but like uh i mean Yes, it's very sad. And and I agree, like it's it's more heartbreaking for anyone than those kids. Uh I wish them I wish those kids a very good summer. Uh I wish uh those kids uh all happiness, every single one of those cute little faces. Um uh I'm glad no one can see that I have a mustache right now because that would have been very creepy. <laughs> <laughs> um but 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 in all honesty, I mean, we're living in, a, in an insanely historical moment, something that's going to define our generation, um, something that's going to define probably the early 2000s. Um, and in complete and utter honesty, I just think that it, it's, it would have been very dangerous to have all those kids go there and to have something that's run by being a tight-knit community and by spending a lot of time with each other that just wouldn't wouldn't really work with just the nature of what's happening i mean if we were like if this was like the 30s and we were like all going to war like sure camp would have been fine um even though it's like kind of the same measure of historical you know moment but like we're just living in the middle of like a pandemic which is which is which is scary in its own right and i think that it's, you know, I was talking about this with a friend from home. It's like, it's like tough to lose a summer. There's no denying that it's very upsetting, but we also have to like say to ourselves, like, this is out of our control. This is out of our control. We need to grieve our losses, but we need to understand why they happened. Um, so in that, I think it's a mixed bag. I'm sad. I'm nostalgic. Uh, I was excited to see all my friends over the summer. Definitely. I was excited to see camp provide the joy that it does for children, but um, you know, as as the as the saying goes, um, things happen for a reason. And uh, as the other seminal saying goes, um, next year we're all going to be jacked because we're all going to be inside just pumping iron. And so <laughs> any camp that challenges us to an intercamp game, they're just going to be put in the fucking dirt. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> nah, every camper is going to be insanely out of weight when they get to, <laughs> I mean, overweight when they get to uh, camp. <laughs> well, unless we start doing like Fortnite intercamps. Oh my God, we'd be dirty at Fortnite. <laughs> camps. So you would run a very, very, you know, combative squad of Fortnite. I, we, we could compete with the best of them. Who would be the staff on the bus? Like Weiner and Mackie? 
Winder's very hit or miss on Fort. Like Winder has, I, I compare Winder's Fortnite game very much to his basketball game. Like foundationally, it, it's clearly it's clear that he knows how to play, but sometimes he like hits this like amazing three pointer. Like wow, like he's really good. And then other times he just like chucks up like an absolute brick, and you're like wow, like this kid is trash. So it's very much the same in Fort. Well. I don't think we need Mackie's to worry good. about that. I, I don't see Fortnite inner camps coming to camp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, on the, on the same day camp gets a spin studio, we'll be running Fortnite inner camps. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, the same day we get an indoor kitchen. <laughs> it's a little thing. Oh, what, about, what about you, Evan? What, what are you thinking on this on this this whole moment? It's tough. Um, well, I guess I can kind of go into it, like me personally, and then on a, you know, more general scale. Um, so yeah, so my last summer was in 2017. I had been my third year on staff. Went out on like an absolute high note. It was like my favorite summer that I had been in my 11 summers with Skodak. Um, but I feel like when people leave camp, a lot of people who have been there for like 10, 11, 12 plus years, like when it's their last summer, they kind of know. And it's like they're kind of ready to, to move on. And in 2017, I, I definitely felt that like I, I had – a great run in it like I really enjoyed my years at camp but I would like there was always that like nagging feeling that I never really had closure and I I, I always, whenever my whenever my friends ask me about it I always said you know there's somehow some way like I will be back and as I started to like look towards my to my future and how like the rest of my college experience and the you know summers would go I started to, like target 2020 as a potential date and this was at the end of 2017 I looked at it and I know I really tried to make it a thing. It was going to be the first year that my little sister, Lauren, would be on staff. And I was so excited to get to see her um, be a counselor, especially because I missed both of her LT summers. And a lot of the kids who I got closer than 2017 were going back. You know, you, you had guys like Weiner and Kush and uh, and Luke would be going back and like Mackie, who's now in the picture. Um, so I was really excited to, to, be, to be with those guys. And just for me personally, like to have the closure to try a new position, to, to really like, get the last you know run at camp that I was kind of wanted and you know on that sense it sucks like it, it, I'm not, realistically I'm not going to get that that finality that like final moment at camp that I kind of drum up in my head over the last few years and that's something that's me cu- tough to come to terms with but you know I I feel also very fortunate that I I had a very you know thankfully very long and and really fun run at camp I had 11 years and it really does suck for, for the campers and for the LTs and for the, the younger staff who are going back that they're going to have a break in their, in their summer and you know, a, a break in their camp career. There's, there's going to be a, a year gap. And, and Will, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because you can probably kind of attest to it. I mean, obviously your situation is more unique considering that camp is still going on. But as someone who took a year off, like getting back in the swing of things, who knows how it's going to be. So I'm, I'm very hopeful that the uh, – that the adversity will lead to resilience from people and it'll only bring our Skodak community closer together, which are starting to, to see flashes of through these like massive Facebook groups and all these social media posts, things like that. Um, on the other hand, it is, it is scary and it's, it's, it's the uncertainty is, you know, discouraging and it, it can be a lot to, to try to comprehend. So I definitely feel for the community. And even though I'm not going to be at camp this summer, I, I know I'm, I want to do whatever I can to try to, keep the, the Skodak spirit alive in, in some way. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, yeah, I wasn't at camp in 2014. Me and Andrew Leaf went on a road trip to Nashville and we had burgers. It was fun. Um, <laughs> but 
uh, it was, uh, it's different. Uh, that that was really hard for for a different set of reasons because I wasn't at camp and I I knew that everyone else was and it it it, it felt more like a personal loss for me and and in many respects it, it was you know like I everyone else got to have camp camp ran you know and and that enjoyment was there for everyone unfortunately not for me but that's okay you know I can I can come to to grips with that but. And then time goes on. I think that's the most applicable part. I think it's really important to remember that that time goes on, especially especially if you're like a middle camper. Because I was thinking like middle camp for us was 10 years ago. And think about if this happened 10 years ago, we'd be like, remember when we had to take a summer off from camp? That was so weird as we are now going up on like our fourth consecutive summer past it or whatever yeah. it is. But um, so I think it is important to remember that the this too shall pass. Um, but nonetheless, I, I, it's really hard. I, I have a different, a, a different take on it. I was at camp last summer. Um, and, and I thought it was going to be my last summer. I guess I wasn't certain. And as this year went on and the job hunt wasn't going great before, pan- before the pandemic struck at the beginning of senior year, I started warming up to the idea of coming back and, then when the pandemic struck, but it, it wasn't quite as clear that camp would be shutting down. I, I, I was talking to Owen. And so on one hand, I, w- I was thinking about it logistically. And that that's sort of, I think, weird. I didn't expect that from myself. But that's the reality. That That is how I reacted. And I was like, well, well, shit, like there goes another way to get a job. But I moved away from that pretty quickly. And I I, I, I felt bad for a lot of people. I, I was Evan, you, your name came to mind in particular, you and Luke and, and Weiner and Drew Gummins and, and all these other people that had had Mackie and I can name a few others that had really put in a lot of long-term planning to, to, to make this summer a reality. And that's not a given, you know, even without a pandemic that, that took work on all of your parts and then collectively on as a unit to, to, to be cohesive enough to see that vision through each other and, and to have that not come to fruition for something so impossibly unthinkable and truly out of everyone's control. It, I, I, I shiver thinking about it. It, it. It's grim and it's, it's not bittersweet. It's, it's just bitter. It's not, I'm a big silver lining guy and, and I, I sort of, draw draw a blank there um looking for for the 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 hope of what that that is i guess it's that 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 group yourself included is it was able to accomplish getting that that position for yourself and even if you didn't get to live it out there there's something to be proud of there even if that doesn't feel too good but nonetheless i also felt felt horrible for campers really especially for campers that sucks imagine being 13 right now this must be so confusing and heartbreaking and not not having the the more uh, emotional maturity to to cope with this and and yeah i i don't know i just it's it sucks it it's a real stinger i i'm thankful it happened though i i think it camp's mentality prior to this week being like we're gonna operate if it's legally possible and follow all the guidelines we're doing it no matter what like camp wouldn't have been camp and they identified that candidly in in their message to families and i thought that was really important and it's good 
I think it's good they're making the right call, but it, it's really hard. Well, <clears throat> can can I can yeah. I just tag on to that? Um, yeah. The sentiment of you know camp wouldn't be camp. Um, I, I I wholeheartedly agree, and I think that that's something that like. <laughs> Sorry, um, I think that that's something that's really important to like kind of speak on when it comes to like um, moving forward and kind of like understanding everything as it happens. Not not to like take a, a grim note or talk about the rest of the world or life, but I think like this is a really good exercise in like in like kind of taking a look at something and like to to so like the idea that something isn't going to be something is kind of crushing and by by the the act of forcing it to resemble something that you want that you know that is never going to happen is also something that's like equally as crushing like like for instance like to to go on a personal note like i you know i i i studied acting and theater and as i'm sure most of our viewers who don't can sort of surmise uh, or listeners can surmise is like, I had to act over zoom this semester. And the thing that made it worse was knowing that it wasn't going to be what it was, but then trying to force it to be what it was. And I think that like camp is one of those things. that's like, it is a magical experience that like, you can't, you know I mean? Like you, you can't just like sit there and, and, try to force something that you know is going to be drastically different just from a legal perspective and from a health and safety perspective like it's it may be crushing but it would be better than the than the than the pure grief of going to a camp that looks like you know strange and nothing like the camp that we know and love and i think like accepting that like maybe if you're not going to get something that you know is going to happen like it's better to take the loss now and, and, and sort of like go through that process of grieving and reaching out to loved ones and speaking to camp friends and, and, and all that stuff. And, and just hoping for, for that magic to come back in the next summer. Yeah. I, I think, I think both of you had, had really good points on that. Um, I think the, the thing that makes Skodak so special is the fact that the community is so close knit, you know, we're a relatively small camp for Percy Blake camp, but you kind of walk around camp and you look around, especially as you get older and you feel like you know everybody and you feel like you can go up to anybody and, and talk to them and say, hey, and, you know, run up to your favorite counselor or camper and give them a hug. And, you know, that's just part of what, what makes the Skodak you know, community so so different and, and so wholesome. Um, and the fact that that probably wouldn't have been a possibility this summer, that it, like a junior camper couldn't like run up to his older sister in a different bunk if we're doing like, you know, different cohorts to try to social distance and everything. It's just like an unfathomable way to picture camp. So if that was going to be the reality, like, yeah, like sometimes you just have to make a tough decision. Mm-hmm. Kim spoke about that. Kim Ross, when she was on the pod a few weeks ago, um, in a different context, she was talking about LTs coming back and how they made the change to have pretty much all LTs return if they if they so choose to when Owen saw siblings being sort of stripped stripped apart from one another at camp pickup and I think that that's the same thinking that that alone ought to drive the decision to that ought to be enough and there's much more than that of course that there's a lot of safety and health precautions that that they are clearly are actively concerned about right 
very seriously. But that 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 alone, I mean, that that's devastating. I'm thinking about you and your sister Lauren Evan right now, and and yeah, it it sucks. I don't really want to think about it. As a matter of fact, it, it's it's, and I'm sure you you, you less than I. Nice. Um, I couldn't I couldn't imagine camp where where people couldn't couldn't hug. That's what they always say after the good touch, bad touch meeting. Remember that? Yeah. Like the Pines, Stephen Joanne Pine, who are camp legends. Learn that. Learn those names if you don't know them. They're the good touch, bad touch people. Joanne's the short one who that who stands up on the chair, and um, <laughs> yeah, that they, they're like no hugs. We always prefer side hugs. And then Matt and Paul are like, all right, all right, that's some good stuff at the meeting, but mm, we're gonna do. Hugs. Yeah, it's always like, uh, like it's like hug. a wink, wink. Like don't worry about what they said at the end. Like we're a very like warm, like reasonable people. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a big <laughs> Not you, Eric. I know. <laughs> I know. I have to stay fifty feet. I have to stay fifty feet away from camp. <laughs> Eric, is there a way for our viewers to see it? Is there a way for our listeners? We don't have viewers on the pod. Is there a way for our, our listeners to to see a photo of your your? Mustache? Um, you know, we can put it as. Is are we allowed to put it as the cover photo of the of the cast? I can I can change your a, a photo of you to the, the cover photo for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Change it out of that that photo of our our childhood. Uh, we pictures. can also just throw it on Twitter if you want to. Yeah, All let's right. tweet it. I can I can issue the retweet. First person to retweet it gets gets a high five from me when this is when that's Yeah, I was gonna say it's not the best prize right now. When is yeah, permissible. permissible? Everyone everyone can everyone can rate me on how how. How just incredibly sexy I am with this mustache. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having a lot of fun here, but I don't think it's being reciprocated with our listeners. <laughs> Eric, I, I would like to see like one of those like prank videos where uh, you like go up to people and try to hug them with a mustache, especially during quarantine. That could be a yeah. That yeah, I would you know I would be arrested so quickly. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, anyway, so back to the sad stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> back, back to alma mater practice. This yeah, is, not, this is the alma mater. Let's not laugh too much here, guys. Uh, summer 2021. A, a, look to, a look to new horizons, a look to, to a hopeful summer. What do you guys think? I think it's going to be, a, in some ways, like, you know, a, a very different summer, but in other ways, I think it's essential that it not be very different. And, and, I go, I go both ways. On one hand, it's good. Everyone's going to be so charged up. I think it, it in like a backwards way, it could like have a good effect on camp. I'm not trying to say this is a good thing for camp, but by no means is it. But you know how like no one cares about ultra leagues and no one cares about tribals. And those seem to be common complaints among the old folks like us and, and <laughs> alumni who, who think that we're like babies still and can only see us as middle campers with cute <laughs> Like like um, the thirty year old generation right the, now. Though like the ones that hopefully are listening at home. I, I, I hope we have older older listeners, but it's like that, um, it's like no, the Adam like, Bears of the world. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're, I, Adam Bear is like, what is Will calling himself an old folk for? Although <laughs> yeah, I mean, you would hate this conversation. Yeah, but nonetheless, like I I think there's sentiment that like no one cares about camp anymore. I hope, I, I really hope that people come back in twenty twenty one and they're like, Oh my god. I get to put on the Ultra League shirt. This is sick. I get to 
to be an Apache relay. I get to do flashlight sing. It doesn't even have to be the good stuff. Just like people need to be happy to to be, be doing a little thing. I, yeah, I no. think that this will charge that up. But on the other hand, I don't think that camp should should deviate from the course. Like I don't think that they should throw in bells and whistles and try and make this summer like twice as good as last summer as last summer would have been or this summer would have been by packing in twice as many activities like i would want a classic summer i would want a textbook summer i would want i if i were a camper i would do as many campers choice activities as i could i'd go on different trips and try and have fun on trip day if i were on staff i would really try and make the most of my free time and days off and 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 enjoy my bunk and really try and get close with my campers like i think everyone would have their angle on it but I think that's real. I don't want it to be like them start to change things up. And that's going to be difficult because they've already built into their programming things like a camper kitchen and an indoor gym and <laughs> and the amusement park and the rock. Well, I already have a rock wall, but um, <laughs> that's actually pretty reasonable. There's summer camp, but <laughs> yeah, the rock, wall. <laughs> the rock wall, the rock wall can stay. Yeah. Would you put the nerve? They have a rock wall and a baseball field and a bunch of tennis courts those assholes <laughs> um but no the i think that it's going to be a really good summer and i think people will the, those messages that you that you hear about in stop times i think that those will come to life and i think that people will will really execute on those morals that we we really like to think and hold in high 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 esteem but maybe slip maybe slip on in our daily execution of them yeah, the, uh, the don't sweat the small stuff, as Adam Officer would say. Yes. Um, what about you guys? Yeah, well, I think that's a, I think it's a really good point on just like enjoying the the activities, even the ones that may or may not like stand out to you when you first think of summer, um, just a little bit more. And I, and I think more in a general sense, like whether you're a camper or a counselor or whatever age you are at Skodak, um, you always have like those days, as you will at, at any you know summer camp or. You know, the days especially long, you're not in the best mood, you're getting a little irritable, you've been around those same people for a while, you kind of, you know, like often this happens around like week five or six, you just kind of start to get like a little bit antsy, um, a little bit on edge. And I would hope that because of what we all went through this this year in the summer, that next year, you know, those sentiments start to dissipate a little bit and that people start to become more appreciative of just being there and that like understanding that even even a bad day, at Skodak, it's like a good day in the real world. I remember that was, I think that was a quote from Lizzie Feynman at, you know, one of the candle nights in orientation a few summers back. And that's always stuck with me. That was, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's in general, like even like the parts of camp that can kind of get to you or feel long, you know, as much good as there is, just keep, keep taking those bad parts and giving them a new perspective and just kind of keeping it all, you know, in, in, the, in, in a more general awareness that, you know, we're very lucky to have had the time that we did there and the future times would be just even luckier. How about you, Eric? Yeah, you know, I mean, sort of repeating what the both of you said, like, I think now is like, you know, next summer will be, I mean, hopefully, like, the summer of freedom, uh, the summer of like, kind of going off, but not to not to really put pressure on, on head staff, but to simultaneously put pressure on head staff. Like, I think, I think just knowing how incredible Camp Skodak is, is like next year 
will hopefully be not only just a magical summer in terms of the activities, but just an unreal summer when it comes to every special event. I feel like everyone's just going to go much harder with like planning and surprises and, you know, like camp, camp is really one of those places that like you not intentionally, unintentionally, you like stop sort of existing in the real world for a moment and like kind of be, I don't know, like kind of swept away into this like crazy world that's like not real. And then I just think that like when everyone goes like really hard for like, you know, uh, Triple Crown and uh, like uh, Tribals and Two Day and the breaks and the, the fakes and the, uh, and the rakes, uh, I just wanted to get that. Just want to get that third rhyme. And the lake, and the, the lake, <laughs> and the snakes, and the snakes, and the and the <laughs> and the uh, and the uh, breaks. As in terms of Skodak uh, Skokart, but so, um, I just think that like there's it's going to be crazy. Like it's going to be such an alleviation of like of two years of just like pressure of like of like all this crazy stuff happening. And I, I'm just so, ex- I'm, 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 I am really excited for camp. Like I, I am really excited for, for those counselors and those campers. And, and, and it's, and it's, it's going to be like such a cathartic moment for all of my people who study theater. It's going to be such a, like a, 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 a deep emotional experience for like everyone. It's, it's going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited for, for everyone to experience that. I think like the, the sadness of losing 2020 is going to be a, 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 depthy happiness that will come in 2021 (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think that's i think it's a great point i don't know if it's appropriate to speculate or not but i do i do have one big concern for camp which is that a lot of people won't come back and i'm i'm thinking about first year campers um incoming first year staff who maybe are of like on the fence motivation or weren't even sure about this summer um back back after camp ended uh people like us who are sort of in their their final final years of camp and like this might be the thing that pushes it and you know i i just i hope that camp has the the mass the bodies to to get it done i'm sure they will they always find a way the age-old thing is like oh uh, camp's not gonna run without us and like they, they always find a way but, you know, I will say to, to that, Will, though, I think people are going to want camp so badly next year. Like, yeah. I think, I think, I think, I think on a normal summer, you know, just because of not necessarily the repetitive nature of camp, but the, the constant that is camp, you kind of take it for granted. You kind of want to leave. You're kind of like, okay, I think I'm done. I want to go start pursuing my career in comedy. Um, and then you kind of leave a year early and all your friends are still there and you make a bad choice in interning at a New York comedy club. But uh, enough about enough about our friend Will, you know. Um, uh, but like, just because it's a constant and it's so easy to take for granted, like the second it's not, you're gonna have such an influx of people like running to camp, like campers who were like, yeah, maybe this is my last year, are gonna be like, wow, I really I, like it wasn't on my terms, so now I kind of want to go back. Um, that, yeah. I think, I think there's a lot to that. Um, and yeah, well, the concerns you brought up are legitimate. I mean, I'm, from my personal experience, I can say, yeah, like, I have no idea what the future holds for me. Um, I'm still waiting, you know, to, to see to see what lies ahead. But 
if I'm being realistic, this probably was my last shot at it. My sister, who would be a first-year counselor this summer, is starting to feel it with her friends, wondering who would return, you know, starting to get to the do age you know, when you're – Do you know, Evan? Evan, do you know if they're doing, like, one-year LTs or if you're going to do two years and three – two summers and three years and you just kind of get unlucky? Do you know that, by the way? Just sorry to interrupt. Yeah, so – and I – don't don't get me if I'm saying this wrong, but to, to what I'm to what I'm hearing is that that this the the group that would have been second years this summer will be will be second years next summer. The group that could be affected is that the group that would have been first years this summer. I think next summer might be their only summer as LTS potentially or something along those lines. There's going to be one age group. I don't think it's the the, the second current second years LTS, but there will be an age group that at at the current moment could get you know screwed down the line. That sucks. Yeah. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. I, I cut you off. Um, but yeah, no, like there is, there is the fear, like people first and second years on staff, you know, you start to get to college, the, the idea that you need to be doing something else with your summers gets more real. And I know we, we all go through it. Um, and then like, yeah, with, with the younger campers, you know, with time, you know, they might start to forget about like the memories they had and it comes a little more, it comes, you start to feel a little more that you could like go a summer of that camp. So, Yes, I think there are threats on on the camper LT and staff level um, that are all very legitimate. But I think what Eric was saying is true. I think that at the end of the day, to to, to people who have a deep connection to Skodak, it will mean it will mean a lot to them how they go out. And I know it it, it would be crushing to be like a for, like early years on staff or an LT or even a camper and have this lead the end and have like Corona lead to the end of your camp career. I think people want to go out on terms that they dictate you know not actually what's dictated for them and unfortunately i might fall victim to that and it's understandable if you do uh, but I, I i don't doubt that enough kids will will want to have the impetus to, to continue their camp careers um and i also think skodak is uniquely positioned as a, as a camp that's such a strong alumni base of of you know of people that can't mean so much to you who want to send their kids uh like my family and, and so many others at camp i feel overwhelmingly fortunate that last summer I certainly went into last summer expecting it to be my last summer and shocker. I had such a fun time that I came out of it uncertain, but I, I did leave expect still with that general expectation, although it wasn't a certainty, but I was, I was conducting myself in my last summer, like it would be my last summer. And I'm very fortunate for that because it would suck. It would really suck if I, if I was like, oh, like, I know I'll be back. I'm just lying to myself. And then then this would happen. But by the same token, I there is like nothing's perfect. And I, I I'm I'm scared if I'm being honest. I'm nervous. I'm really I'm really, really scared. That's the word for for this summer. It's my first summer in forever, like not not being not being home and. Because as I said, I wasn't even home. I was in Nashville with Leaf when I was in <laughs> camp. And, um, you know, not only that, that's difficult enough, I think, for anyone leaving camp. Um, especially, not even especially, yeah, anyone leaving camp. But um, to do it in this climate where I can't even, like, see my buddies from high school or, like, meet up with people from camp or go to camp and visit, like, that sucks. But... I try and keep it in perspective. I know that I will be able to visit camp. Camp's not going to go out of business. Um, and But ever, anyone who's thinking that at home, take a deep breath and then think about all those other times where you thought about 
just the opposite, how camp really isn't going out of business. Think about all those, the, those conversations you had. And if you're worried about camp going out of business, I think they'll be okay. But um, yeah, this too shall pass. That's really important to remember, but I, I'm, I'm scared. I'm nervous. It, it's going to be a, I mean, how difficult can summer be? It's summer. It's going to be nice out, but it's not going to be my, it's not going to be a, a poster child. It's not going to, yeah. it's not going to be a stand that summer or at least not for all the right reasons. Sir. Sure. And side note, I'm, I'm just now receiving a text from Lauren from the other room, completely unrelated saying she think I might've given false info and that second years might be staffed. So at the end of the day, no one knows anything. Um, but yes, well, so at the end of the day, no one knows anything. That's breaking news on the pod, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, bomb. <laughs> listen, listen, those are two very realistic rumors. So if one of them hits, yeah, one for two, we'll take it. We'll take that. That's a Hall of Fame career in baseball. <laughs> I like that one. That's a goat career. Oh my gosh. We five engines. Better than, better than anyone. But yeah, well, I, 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 going back to what you're saying, yeah, I think, I think it's, that's a great point. It, it, it is. You know, summer's not going to be impossible with the weather nice, but I, I, I experienced it, you know, for the last couple of years. A summer without a camp is, is tough, no matter where you are. It's good we're doing the pod. You know, I don't want to toot our own horn, but Eric, like, and, and today, Evan, welcome aboard. But I, I, I don't know. I was thinking all day that it would be good to do the pod, if if not even for our listeners, although I hope that they, they can enjoy this and 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 empathize with us and, and, and sort of cope with this with us from home. But for, for me and hopefully for you too, as well, just to, to talk about it. I mean, I, I, I haven't really been able to sit down for an hour and just chat about, about something so unprecedented in the camp. world. Yeah. And that's the other thing to remember. It's the camp world, you know, like it's really hard for us and, there's bigger problems out there. And I think that that's okay. That that, the fact that this isn't like a life or death thing, that doesn't mean that it's not okay to be upset about it. And if it's important to you, that's, that's important enough that. Yeah. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be the end of the world. That's fair. I, 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 yeah. And and to your first point, um, I think it's something like, like you learn as a counselor, like there's some situations as you were saying earlier in the podcast where, you try to find a silver lining when like your campers upset about something or show them that like, you know, there's some good to be, to be taken away from the situation. But with, with something like this, like while there, while there is, you know, optimism that you can hold at the end of the day, it does kind of just suck and, and doing things like this where you can talk it out and like talk it through rationally and understand that it's okay to have to feel the way you do. And that there are people who are undeniably in worse situations who are facing like the life and death consequences of this horrible virus. And, you know, but that doesn't delegitimize being upset about camp because it's a, it's a magical place. And, you know, I, I'm, I was supposed to be there in 10 days. And it, it's unfortunate that, that I'm not as fortunate for everybody that the summer can happen. Eric, you have anything to add? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I just want to say for the both of you guys, like, you know, like, I, I was just speaking to a, a neighbor about this. One who I haven't seen in, like, maybe six years. But, like... Maybe eight. Um, doesn't matter how. <laughs> his name is Michael. Uh, I'm just gonna keep like telling you guys facts about him. Uh, um, I just want, no. I just want to say for the both of you guys, like I've been doing something. Like I, I've been I've been busy every single summer for all of my life. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I was I went to day camp, sleepaway camp, and 
last year I had an internship and, and, and I mean, uh, uh, sorry, two years ago I had an internship and then last summer I had a job and I was, you know, I lived in New York city both years and like, I just want to say like, I can't, I can't conflate the two because like, you know, you guys are, you guys are, 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 are you know, you guys were going to go to a very, or, or Evan, you're about to go to a very incredible place. And well, this is your first year out in a very long time. And, uh, except for that road trip to Nashville. And, uh, uh, I just want to say like, you know, we're all in the same boat, you know, like we're all with you guys. Like we're all, we're all very confused right now. Like I don't have anything to do this summer. Like luckily enough, I can stay in my house. I can roller skate every day. Um, I've got back. Exactly. I mean, look, but like, you know, the, the, the worst part about being in a pandemic is that everyone's inside, but also the best part about being in a pandemic is that everyone is inside you know what i mean like everyone is available to speak and 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 the very few who i do know who have jobs and internships uh they're lucky but you know now is a chance for us to like find what what really kind of is all of it's all about which is kind of this like raw human connection raw and carnal uncut no i'm, I'm sorry um but like this this sort of like you know moment in time where we can just reach out to one another and say like hey i miss you like let's have an hour-long conversation catch up and like hey like i know we can't be in person but like i can facetime you or i can call you i can text you and like i know we don't really speak ever but like it's great to hear from you it's great to like reach out and and be with you and and now that like you know yeah it sucks that like we're scary and it's a scary time but it's also going to give us an opportunity to, 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 to spread as much love as we do, as we normally do at camp. Now we can do it around the globe. I'm running, for, pre- I'm running for president. I'll uh, vote for that speech. Yeah, you're, you're like Obama. <laughs> so go out there beautiful. and kill someone. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. There goes the end of my presidential bid. <laughs> In 2020, Eric said, go out there and kill someone. <laughs> I want to be on. I want to be unbiased. I just said that you're you're inspiring like Obama, but maybe maybe he doesn't do it for you. So maybe you're inspiring like. <laughs> no, I love Obama. Obama's my bread and butter. Can I just say this? This is a weird. This is this is a hot take, not related to Cam Scott at all, and you guys would understand because you're my age. But can I just say this? Is it not weird? Like like Obama will always for the rest of my life be my president. Just cause, just because like we grew up with Obama for like eight years. You're such a <laughs> no, like, like, I'm, like, I'm not even saying like, like, you know, like, I don't even know, you know, I haven't really done a lot of research in whether or not he was a good president, but like, regardless, like, he's just he was just like the president for like eight whole years of my like teenage years, and it's no, yeah, I, very I know formative years, kind of like Le- LeBron's in the NBA, Obama's the president. <laughs> yeah, take a <laughs> take us back idea. to the golden age, the early two thousands, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Take us back to those 2010s. <laughs> <laughs> the Obama LeBron Evan, era. Um, <laughs> Evan, you know, Ev, I know you're pressed for time. Um, uh, I, we don't want to keep you too long. What, you're making dinner tonight? I guess you're talking to us, but dinner's being made tonight. Tonight we're doing a little uh, shrimp and spaghetti with uh, with some vegetables. Yeah, it'll be good. Oh. Yum yum. Um, well. You listen to the pod, I take you it. You listen to the pod. So you know what's we're coming some next? Sticks. We're throwing we're throwing some we're other fucking sticks. sticks, baby. That's right.
That's right. Um, it's time for fire sticks. Uh, you guys know what to do. Um, oh, that was terrible. <laughs> you, guys, you guys know what the deal is. You guys know what the deal is with fire sticks. Uh, that was something Weimer would say if he's like trying to give me directions. Like, you know what to do. Make a right on I ninety. <laughs> like, um. Uh, but yeah, fire sticks. Does that? Does anyone want to start? I've got one. If no one's ready, but no, no one wants to leave start. The, leave that the hem well. All right. Well, um, I want to to give my fire stick out to the Doc Squad. Um, you guys know who you are. The Doc Squad, um, w- was a a group that was that was hanging out a bunch last year in Jake and Weiner's little cottage, lovingly known as the Doc, um, right outside the waiter bunk. And there, there's a the reason why I, I'm I'm shouting out the Doc Squad tonight with a fire stick is because it. I've, I've been thinking a lot about them. Um, it's my last week at college up here. I got my diploma, but I'm still up at school um, until until the end of the month. And it, it's a sad time, unrelated to all this camp stuff, which which is difficult as it is. Um, you know, we're all moving out in the coming week, and that that's no fun. And I've been thinking a lot about my last few days at camp, and I, I can actually really vividly picture one moment with, with – um, Jonah and and Bard and Jason Karen and Jake Ross but um it doesn't really matter the the point is I've been thinking a lot about about how we supported each other and how we spoke to each other in that last week or so and 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 the the support yeah the support that we had for one another and and I've been using the the tools I gathered there a lot in in the past week and and now in this week I think even more I predict. Um, so yeah, my, my fire stick goes out to the Doc Squad, knowingly or not. You guys have been helping me out a lot this week, so so that's for you guys. So thank you. Hey, very nice, Will. Congrats on graduating, buddy. Hey, say it. thanks to you, Eric. You, you dumb shit. You have another year. <laughs> You know, Will, I have another semester. I'm going to graduate early, and I transferred. Ha, 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 ha. Yep. Wait, really? That's impressive. Oh, my God. I'm the dumb <laughs> shit. Oh, man. I'll, well, now that I got that wrong, you just get my diploma. <laughs> Good. So I guess I have another semester. What Do you guys have a fire stick? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to I'd like, I'd like to go. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry. I wasn't sure if you were going to chime in there. Um, all right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're so good at transitions. Um, yeah. So I, th- I think on a similar note, we've, 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 we've had our group, um, that was supposed to be going, that was just supposed to be going back since, uh, since, you know, September. So we, you know, with, with, with Weiner and Mackie and Luke and then Kush more recently and possibly you. And, um, yeah, I, th- I think, I think for, for me in particular and for like, the personal disappointment that, that I've been going through, um, like those guys and, and yourself have been able to be very like relatable and like very understanding the position I'm in, in, in a, in a unique way, more so compared to others. Um, and it, it's just been a very, like, it's been very special to, to be able to like talk to, talk to the group about, you know, just like what we're going through and like what's in our heads and, and how tough the time is. And then on a larger scale, um, I think like, the Skoda community in general has, has as often as it does, it it stepped up in times. Like I, I've been in, in contact with, you know, obviously like my family, my sister, my dad, who both have such deep bonds with Skoda. My mom, who's like honorarily in the picture, 
and like they, they get it and they know how sad it is for camp to close down along with like the kids I, I grew up with along with my campers who were all you know who I, I was messaging this week about you know what was going on and letting them know I was there for them even even though it's been like three years you know the the, the, the counselor camp relationship never really dies and then even some alumni you know, I've been in touch with people like Fisher and Amanda Easy and Adam Officer this week and you know just to understand how like everyone's kind of relating to each other through this you know what, what really is going to be a tragedy is, is uh it's it's pretty cool pretty cool to see so the, the this, that was a elongated answer but a lot of fire sticks this week uh i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with justin pecorello it's his birthday today so happy birthday justin Happy Shout birthday. out K-Pack. Happy birthday. Wait, Kings is it his Queens. birthday today? Yeah, yeah. It's his birthday today. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kings and he Queens. 21. He's 21. Is he really? He's Otis. Ah. Doesn't even say yeah, hi to Otis me. Right he drives right past my house. Quarantine, quarantine's a tough one. Nah, to turn 21 and I feel for those kids, too. Um, yeah. But shout out J-Pack. Most, most kids aren't getting five yeah. <laughs> birthdays. Well, it's, you know, not only that, just like, you gotta love Peck. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, he's... He's got his moments, but he's also got his moments, you know? Absolutely. Um, that's mine. Awesome. Well, there that that that's it um for the pod. Evan, yeah, Evan thank, thank you so you. much for coming on. Boys, thank you so much for having me. It's been uh it's been really nice chatting and I think you guys are doing a great job of this, so there, I commend both of you. Thank you. Thank you. There is one thing I wanted to do at the end that I thought I thought would be fitting for today. It's an idea I got about a month or two ago from Adam Officer yeah. um, for the pod to end it with a stop time. Ah. Um, and we didn't do that, but now I think that I think I think it would be a nice thing to do actually. And Eric, I, I didn't tell you about it okay. before. I'm just dropping it on you. But would you mind if I, yeah, go for it? Would you mind if I read one? Awesome. Well, uh, yeah this this one's. A, one of the all-timers, and I think it's especially appropriate right now, Sigmund Woolman's Reality Test by Robert Fulgham. It was in the summer of 1959. At a resort inn in the Sierra Nevada of Northern California, I had a job that combined being the night desk clerk in the lodge and helping with the horse wrangling at the stables. The owner-manager was Swiss with European notions about conditions of employment. He and I did not get along. I thought he was a fascist who wanted peasant employees who knew their place. I was 22, just out of college, and pretty free with my opinions. One week, the employees had been, ser- had been served the same thing for lunch every single day. Two wieners, a mound of sauerkraut, and stale rolls. And to compound insult with injury, the cost of the meals was deducted from our paychecks. I was outraged. On Friday night of that awful week, I was at my desk job around 11 p.m., and the night auditor had just come on duty. I went into the kitchen and saw a note to the chef to the effect that the wieners and sauerkraut were on the employee menu for two more days. That tore it. For lack of any better audience, I unloaded on the night auditor, Sigmund Woolman. I declared that I had had it up to here, that I was going to get a plate of wieners and sauerkraut and wake up the owner and throw it at him. Nobody was going to make me eat wieners and sauerkraut for a whole week and make me pay for it. And this was un-American. I didn't like wieners and sauerkraut enough to eat them for a day. And for God's sake, and the hotel hotel stunk, and I was packing my bags from Montana, where they had never even heard of wieners and sauerkraut, and they wouldn't feed that stuff to pigs, or something like that. 
I raved in this way for 20 minutes. My monologue was delivered at the top of my lungs, punctuated by blows on the front desk with a fly swatter, the kicking of chairs, and much profanity. As I pitched my fit, Sigmund Woolman sat quietly on his stool, watching me with sorrowful eyes. Put a bloodhound in a suit and tie, and you have Sigmund Woolman. He had pretty good reason to look sorrowful. Survivor of Auschwitz, three years, German Jew. Thin, coughed a lot. He likes being alone at the night job. It gave, him, it gave him intellectual space, peace and quiet, and even more, he could go into the kitchen and have a snack whenever he wanted to. All the wieners and sauerkraut he wished. To him, a feast. More than that, there was nobody around to tell him what to do. And Auschwitz, he had dreamed of such a place. The only person he saw at work was me, the nightly disturber of his dream. Our shifts overlapped an hour, and here I was, a one-man war party at full cry. Listen, Fulcham, listen me, listen me. You know what's wrong with you? It's not the wieners, and it's not the kraut, and it's not the boss, and it's not the chef, and it's not the job. So what's wrong with me, I asked. Fulcham, you think you know everything, but you don't know the difference between inconvenience and a problem. If you break your neck, if you have nothing to eat, if your house is on fire, then you've got a problem. Everything else is inconvenience. Life is inconvenient. Life is lumpy. Learn to separate the inconveniences from the real problems. You'll live longer, and you will not annoy people like me so much. Good night. In a gesture combining dismissal and blessing, he waved me off to bed. Seldom in my life had I been hit between the eyes so hard with the truth. There in that late-night darkness of the Sierra Nevada Inn, Sigmund Woolman simultaneously kicked my butt and opened a window in my mind. For 30 years now, in times of stress and strain, when something has backed me against the wall and I'm ready to do something really stupid with my anger, a sorrowful face appears on my mind and asks, Fulcham, problem or inconvenience? I think of this as the woman test of reality. Life is lumpy, and a lump in the oatmeal, a lump in the throat, and a lump in the breast are not the same lump. One should learn the difference. Good night, Sig. Well, yeah, beautiful. I Thanks loved it. Let me read that. Loved it. Big Stout Time fan. That was a great one. It's, 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 it's a killer. All right. Well, thank you, boys. Day. We'll talk soon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Eric. That's it, Will. Uh, All right. Yes, well, sir. I guess until next week. All right. We'll tweet that photo and we'll see you next week.